Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much. But when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Don't Blame Me. Today, we have third-time guest. Oh, yes. Lisa Schwartz. And guess what? What? I didn't pick any sad questions. I was going to ask you. It's None. not a sad. None. We're going to find We're going to find sadness <laughs> in all of them. We're going to dissect all of it. Like, are you? I know you asked about like your crush, but like, are you sad? Yeah. Like what's going on deep down? Deep down. Let's unpack that. Yeah. Really? The last two times have been very dark. Uh, yeah. So I just feel like, no, I just didn't want to give that to you this yeah. time. Thank you. We're Thank celebrating. You last time we like tried not yeah. to do it but, but we still, still did <laughs> how did you last time it was we, like it my was employer like has 
stuck his hand down my pants. It was like so like, <laughs> yeah. like well, I mean. But we're here celebrating because your book just came out. It did. So fucking exciting. And you are so nice to post oh, on social hell media. Hell yeah. I'm so proud of you for writing yours. Thank you. It's such an impressive feat. Um, so guys, get her book. Get her book. Get the book get or the I'm going to give you bad advice. <laughs> and what's it called? 30 Life Crisis. It's a great name. Mm. Thank you. It's very good. And the cover's really cute too. Thank you. Like it's all it's all very good. And I know how hard it is to like make every aspect something that you like too. To be good. Yeah. I, I like actually like it. Yeah. Which it's you know good. like on YouTube sometimes you're like I don't like this but I need to put this up anyway. Yeah. <laughs> so. A book is so hard to do with that though. You're like what do you mean? I, I have to like. I'm I'm not good at um, you know, what is it called when in like writing when you like crush your kill your darlings and like screenwriting. Yeah. I'm not good at killing my darlings. Like if it's my darling, like I'm the kind of person where it's like no no I will go to battle. I like don't get tired. I will go to battle for everything that I want. Like it's not like oh okay well I'll let this slide so I can go like no the, hell no. no no everything that I want in life I'm gonna fight for it. And then three months later I'll be like oh I guess I didn't really care. <laughs> yeah, but I'm just like. I ha- uh, yeah, I'm a, I'm a control do freak. The, me too. Do it the way you want it. Yeah, that's 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 what I've been doing. That's where it's got me. <laughs> My book is coming out in a very long time. It's fine. <laughs> it's cool. It's happening. Um, okay. Uh, well, I have to intro the episode. I mean, the podcast. This for sure. We're doing the podcast. We're doing the podcast, guys. Uh, it's don't blame me. If you want to call in for an upcoming episode, you can leave us a voicemail at three one zero six nine four zero nine seven six. And international listeners, you can leave us an audio message at meganpodcast at gmail and now enough rambling, we can get into the advice. Hey, Megan. Um, just wanted, I guess, just like a second opinion on what I'm thinking right now. Um, so my family members, we like my aunt um, and then my family, family there's a guy that we know. Um, and he's a couple years older than me and like, I don't know, for the past, like, five years, they've been, like, trying to get me to, like, talk to him, and I think even, like, his mom has tried to tell my aunt um, to, like, hook us up, but, like, last summer, we just, like, decided to, like, hang out a couple of times, and he's in the NFL, so, um, like, he wasn't where we live, um, so when we, when he would come to where I live, um, like, we would hang out. And then we finally had hooked up, and it was just, like, I guess casual at that point. And then maybe, like, a month later, he texted me to, like, do it again, and I actually was, like, tired, so I did it. Um, and then a few weeks later, his girlfriend, who actually happens to be someone that I grew up with, <laughs> um, but I haven't talked to in years, her name is very similar to mine, which is even, like, more funny, but... She messaged me and was like, hey, I don't like this girl-to-girl stuff, but um, I found out about you and the guy, so I just wanted to know, like, what happened. And I kind of just told her, like, we were casually looking up, like, it wasn't anything serious. If I would known that he had a girlfriend, like, it would not have happened. And then, like, it was kind of done. Like, the girl still likes my pictures, but he actually blocked me. <laughs> um, but I know that like his I know his brother and his brother was like no he like still talks about you and like I don't really like him but like and he doesn't date the girl anymore (laughs) what it would it be bad if I like reached out to up again or should I just like call it a loss and just 
not try to reconnect because it's not like I like him and I don't want to date him. But, like, he's single. I'm single. (laughs) Yeah, thanks. But I do appreciate in this call that the girlfriend didn't get mad at her. Yeah. And their friends. They like each other's posts on Instagram. It's really nice and very mature. Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) First of all, I, like, I, I just... I don't obviously I don't love the cheating in the story, but I love how you told this story. This is like you seemed so bored by your own life in a way that this is clearly like this is like some juicy shit. But like he was just eh, eh. Yeah, he's <laughs> an NFL. <laughs> was like, ma'am, did he say yeah. NFL? Like who? Uh, also like what town like these families and friends are so close it's gotta be in the south it has to be my god like they're very incestuous yeah and like how good of a team does he play for like how good is he does he actually play Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. i just think like i understand like a convenience dick but like this I wouldn't call this necessarily a convenience day. Like it's like, well, I've been around. We've already hooked up. Like I don't have to put the effort and work in. But like he's already proven to like bring some like unnecessary drama into your life. Like maybe that's not who you go back to. But at the same time, I won't lie. I probably would. I'd probably just be like, eh. yeah. But he unfollowed her on Instagram. It's like one thing to have oh, convenience. Yeah. How are day. you gonna reach out? <laughs> like if he unfollows you, like I think we're done. Yeah. Yeah. Not yeah. just unfollowed. He blocked her. Well, that oh, also, damn. then I think he's also, that lo- sounds to me like cover up in, from his girlfriend from his girlfriend, and then preventative for the other girl as he's fucking in yeah. that way. So I think like, I don't think you're going to be immune from the situation that just happened. And like being the other woman like doesn't feel great. And also like, I'm sure doesn't feel like you don't necessarily like that. You don't want to put another girl through that. And I think like this will probably happen again with him. And if you don't like him. Like, yeah, why? if you were too tired to do it the second time. Yeah, that's not. And well, the second time is usually pretty good. Like, yeah. that's not a time. Like, I get like the bond. 50th time or if you're like, I'm not in the mood. I ate too much. But like me, literally me all the time. <laughs> I'm like, I'm full. Mom's to me all the time. He's like, I'm full. Please move. And I'm like, okay, we sure. like make an effort to do it before we go out to dinner because oh, we're like, you know what? We're going to be full and drunk and we're going to want to come home and not do that. 100. If it's nighttime, if we've eaten popcorn, I'm like, no, there's no way. This is no happening. way. No fucking way. He'll be like, we'll be like, don't touch me. I'm going to fart. <laughs> it's like, okay, for sure. Uh, also, but she said, like, should I take this out to the law? and I'm like no girl take it as a win moving on empower yourself yeah I think this is like this is like a I don't know notch in your belt confidence kind of thing and also like you were able to walk away from a situation that uh usually would probably end up in like a girl on girl drama and like Mm -hmm. you got to interact with like a wonderful girls girl feminist and like you guys got to both be like okay wow this guy's kind of like men ain't shit sort of a thing and I think like leave on a high note like you know like why not like you don't want to get into it like another he like starts dating another girl and that girl finds out and then like slashes your tires like you came out like on top yeah why risk that yeah stay there yeah stay there stay on top not sexually with him (laughs) too tired to get on top (laughs) we've we've talked about this we've talked about this so much (laughs) (laughs) we're just like the f 
effort <laughs> that it takes. I just can't. Yeah. And also, I ha- and when you're talking about this, I hate when guys are like, come on, like you be on top for us. Like guys being on top versus girls being to- on top is very different. First very. of all, my tits are everywhere. Mm-hmm. And this is pulling me down and hitting me up. And I have small boobs and I'm feeling that. And then also like my inner thighs are hurting. Like I'm getting cramps. Whereas guys, I'm like, I just have to stand there and be like, <laughs> do you know what I mean also like, like double chin from like the, yeah like the angle like mm-hmm. I can only imagine what it looks like yeah it's not good <sighs> it's not good at all just go out to dinner instead yeah just <laughs> this is what you have to look forward if to it's in a long-term, long-term relationship. relationship yeah you just say don't touch me I'm gonna fart <laughs> Mots woke me up the other night. I was like so I wasn't even like embarrassed, but I was like so annoyed with him that this was on the he woke me up to tell me like Psst, you farted on me. And I was like <laughs> I'm sleeping. He's like, I know while you were sleeping, you farted on me. I was like, tell me in the morning. Like you have to wake me up and you're not mad. You just think it's funny. I was like, Do you know how often you fucking fart on me in your sleep? I don't wake you up to be like, You farted. I was so annoyed. I kinda love that. <laughs> he does it all the time. He goes, Remember that time you farted on me while you're sleeping? I was like, No, because I was asleep. <laughs> so fucking dumb. Oh, that's funny. But I fart when we're not when we're awake too. I was like, why is this so funny? Like I will fart like openly sitting right next to you while we're Still awake. Still funny though, right? But if I'm asleep, he thinks it's so much funnier. <laughs> Do you so know dumb. some people don't fart in front of their significant other? I have IBS. I would die. I would die too. I would fucking I die. I would explode. Like <laughs> like I would explode. I don't I don't get how you do that. Or like, yeah. it's, but like, and then people like, keep some of the mystery. I'm like, I'm sorry, are you dating men who also aren't farting in front of you? <laughs> because even if I, like, 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 I've never dated a guy who was like, oh, I don't, I'm not going to fart in front of you. I want to save some of that mystery. So I'm like, so I was just supposed to save the mystery. I was going to have to smell your, and listen to your fucking farts. Right. But you weren't going right. to, like, no, fucking tit for tat, dude. If I'm going to do this, you let it rip. Away. Yeah. I think that's just so weird. I think it's weird too. It's human nature. It is. Like, I won't fart on like. I don't know, like in like a meeting, but like I'll no, of course, no, I'll yeah. fart on a plane. <laughs> like I don't give a shit. <laughs> everyone, but you know, remind every, me not to go flying with you. Everyone farts on a plane, though. Like how everybody. about at the gym, dude? Someone <laughs> ripped one the other day, and I think that was rude as fuck. Hey, but you I can't at that point. You can't stop hip thrusters, and it just came That's out. What I was gonna I say. Okay, no, sometimes it just yeah. 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 Have you ever done like a low like a hip thruster? You can mm-hmm. fucking queef. Yeah, like yeah. you can't get. We were talking in my Pilates class this week. Our instructor was like saying she's like okay now really 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 we want you to like feel that in your body you might feel like you have to queef if you do it's fine but that's how you know where you're at that's where i need your body to feel and <laughs> i, I was appreciate like, for sure. that yeah. there's like three guys in my class being like i don't know what that means for me how do i know that i'm gonna feel like i'm gonna queef and I'm like, you're not <laughs> you're not <laughs> you won't you won't feel that yeah. <laughs> you don't have a hole in your body that's just like air and out <laughs> uh i uh, love a front fart yeah it's a good time uh, should we go on to the next? You guys, I really feel at home here. <laughs> yeah. so and then I just cut one. <laughs> Hi, Megan and Guest. Um, I'm calling in not because I need advice so much, but because I'd really like an opinion on something that I've kind of been dealing with lately. Um, it's not a huge deal, but it's something that's kind of been at the back of my mind and bothering me. So I just want to see how other people might feel about it if they were in my situation. Um I have been dating my fiancé for four years. We are very happy together. We're set to be married very soon. Um, but my problem isn't with him. It's with one of his coworkers. So he's been working at the same hospital as a nurse for about three years. And during this time, he's been working with another person on his floor who calls herself his work wife. Um, 
this doesn't bother me that much because I know it's kind of a thing to have, you know, friends at work and, like, jokingly call each other work husband, work wife. But what does bother me is that she buys him a lot of stuff. Like, she brings him lunch all the time. She will bring him souvenirs from her vacation. But I should mention that none of this has really bothered me that much because she's about 55 and my fiancé is 25, the same age as me. So he always jokes, you know, that she's kind of like this older woman who just likes to have fun with him and, like, make the nights more enjoyable because he works night shifts. But what bothers me is that she did not react super well when he told her that he had proposed to me, that we were getting married. Apparently, she was kind of, like, missy about it and didn't act super supportive. And ever since then, whenever I go up to visit my fiancé while he's at work, she'll kind of touch him a lot, like, rub his back or flip his name page around or I don't know she just is very flirty with him for a 55 year old woman and I think it's weird so I've mentioned it to my fiance that it it kind of bothers me and that I think if the roles were reversed and there was a 55 year old guy hitting on me at my job and like acting weird and calling himself my work husband it would really bother him so why shouldn't this kind of bother me even if I know nothing would come of it. So he acts like it's no big deal, but I'm kind of wondering, do other people think this is weird and, like, he should not really let her act like this around him? I just wanted to get into their opinion. Thanks. Love the show. Bye. This is so fucking weird. Oh, but she's so cool. Like, she sounds, like, mature and, like, very, like, level-headed about it. And I love the double standard call-out. Yeah, and I'm also, like, a believer in the sense of, like, I don't think – like, I think if, like, someone's behavior is, like, makes you uncomfortable, if it's, like, okay, this is this is going to sound, like, catty or, like, whatever. But if, like, a girl is, uh, like, flirting with the guy that you're dating, I hate the idea that, like, the only time that, like, you really, like, you have a leg to stand on is if you think she's pretty. Like, if she's not, if you're, like, oh, if she's not cute, like, oh, then who really cares? Like, oh, I hate yeah. that. Like, it's yeah. the actions. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't give a shit. If it's yeah. like whether or not like ne- like quote unquote like oh I feel like threatened in like a, a appearance way like if you're like like emotionally or just like behavior like that's so much more so I think like even for him I think if this was like I think that's kind of what he's trying for you it's like okay she's like like a fifty five year old woman but like if her even if it wasn't the genders reverse if the ages were reverse like if she was younger yeah. and like then that would be but like the idea that's all this conditions that like you shouldn't that it's like a like whatever like I don't think he has to feel uncomfortable if he doesn't feel uncomfortable I think you have every right to feel uncomfortable it's fucking weird it's weird it doesn't sound like the fiance's like trying to stand up for this 55 yeah like he seems like yeah. he understands that it's weird but what do you do that's their job like yeah like also do you tr- if you trust your fiance it's mm-hmm. like I don't know I know. I mean, my my fucking manipulative brain goes to you have to put her in a situation where she's going to like it is going to be like coming like very clear that like it is like a crossing the line and like a oh no, like your girlfriend like she's like a I make old people talk. She's 55, she's not even that old, but I make it like, she's a hussy. Like well, like says something in a way that he's like, "Oh, okay weird like Mm. crossing that line like my mind is like you got to get her into that situation so then he has a reason to call her out because he needs to see what she's seeing and i think it takes guys so much longer to see that kind of stuff or it's the same thing if you've like been dating someone and you know one of their like female friends is into them and they're like no she's not i'm like no no, she fully fucking is like i can tell and it's like no no and then like months later it's like oh well you're right i guess she was i'm like okay come on here you go (laughs) 
But I just think this, like, this is just a, I don't know. Yeah, it's but like what a, do you do? This is so awkward. And they're, like, yeah. nurses. Like, they're, like, doing yeah. good work. Like, what do you? Oh, yeah, I forgot that part that they're nurses. Yeah. No, nurses and they're working good. the night shift. Yeah. Hmm. Do you think she's going to, like, just, like, get naked on one of the free beds one night? <laughs> oh, I like, hope so. Come hither. And he's going to be like, fuck, my girlfriend's right. Wait, so question, but also how do you know all of this? Like I see that like I get the part she when you're said knowing she's gone up to the Yeah, but so the souvenirs and all of that. It stuff, seems like he's, he's telling you. Him, which yeah. is great. That's yeah, that's right? that's a good thing to know. But he's probably like, Haha. Yeah. so I don't know, Mildred's bringing me lunch today or yeah. stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. Mildred's I wanted... way too old for fifty five. Gladys. Um Ju- Deborah. Judy. <laughs> Judy and um, Deborah. Perfect. Yeah. Yeah. I want to know though, how do you know that she was not happy that you guys are engaged? And that it sounded proposed. again like he like he did Yeah. Because then that's a point of like then he is recognizing that like this is a little off and odd. Um, in which case I think like I think if he I think if he can recognize that in like some capacity. I think it just needs to be like knowing that this makes you feel uncomfortable and like not that necessarily like you obviously can't control what happens when you're not there. But like if he knows that this makes you really uncomfortable, then like when you do visit, I think he should not let her be really touchy with him and like do like I think that's like his like responsibility to kind of like take a step back and be like, no, this makes her feel really uncomfortable. I don't feel uncomfortable because I don't like I see you more as like a mom figure or like a like aunt or something like that. But like this makes my girlfriend uncomfortable. I'm not going to do like that. Um, but yeah, I mean, either that or like you fucking confront this 55 year old woman. Oh, God. It's tough. It is. Well, yeah. she didn't really want advice. I guess she said. She just, she just wants an Yeah, it's fucking weird. It's weird. It's, it's weird. Super. And I'm also like, uh, I'm not cool with like the work wife, work husband. Like, oh my god, like we're so cute. And then like, no, maybe a I'll, work friend. Like, yeah, because I've only ever had like crushes at work and like actual crushes. Um, or like, I, Mots and I called each other work wife and work husband when we worked together. And where are, you and now? Where are we now? We're fucking. <laughs> <laughs> we're we're fucking like yeah. come on yeah and then at the same time like the other time i'd call like a work husband would be like my friend who's gay like there isn't yeah i just don't really like that mentality i also think it's a really unhealthy mentality to have at a workplace because it just like makes you it, it, it tricks you into working going above and beyond like especially like oh we're a family here and all that stuff it's like no no that's manipulative to convince people to like work longer hours and not take right, vacation because right. like we're in this together like high school musical um so yeah i mean as long as the fiance continues to communicate. Yeah. So I, yeah, but don't invite her to the wedding though. Fuck. Don't do. She probably already has not saved the date card. Yeah, she probably Shit. does. She's probably going to wear white. She's going to wear white to the wedding. Oh my God. Please call back and let Cause she's a virgin. It's not even going to be ivory. She's going to be like, I'm a clean virgin. <laughs> yes. Are you? Judy. Yeah. Judy. Or maybe do you know like an older gentleman you could set Judy up Fuck with? Yeah. At the wedding. Yeah. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. a good call too. Or maybe just confront her. I'm so fucking curious what's going to happen. I ju- genuinely feel like Judy's going to get to a breaking point and she's going to get naked and pull some moves on your man. Yeah. I don't think you, I, but I don't, I don't, I think, but in that moment, I think your man is going to realize like, oh, wow, this is my girlfriend. My fiance was right all along. Judy does want a bone. Yeah, Judy does. <laughs> that She's, sounds like a book. Like, yeah. Judy, Judy, it's Judy Bloom. <laughs> Judy wants to bone. <laughs> it's Judy Bloom turns 18 and it's yeah. like Judy wants to bone. <laughs> Set in a hospital. So oh, I love it. Oh my God, oh, please so call back and let us know yeah. how it goes. Please, please, please do. 
Um, and shout out to your uh, fiance, who's a male nurse. I love male nurses love so much. Nurse. My godfather was a male nurse. And I thought um, when I saw my first female nurse when I was a kid, I was like, what do you mean? You're supposed to be all boys. Oh, I love that. <laughs> I was, I, um, let us know how it goes. Give us updates. And uh, should we go on to the next? Yes. Hey, hey Megan. Megan. Um, I'm 23 years old. And I just need some advice about my current boyfriend. So we have been dating for about a little under four years. And, and he just, he just got, got back, back in May, May from a year-long deployment. And right, right after, after he got, got back, I moved city to wherever to where, to where he, he lived. And since, since moving, things, things have just changed, changed between us. us and and I, I, at, at first, I just, I just chopped, chopped it up to adjustment and getting, getting used to being around, around each other. Because, because before he deployed, we were... Also, also long, long distance. distance. So, so we've been, been long distance, distance like basically our whole relationship, and now, and now we're not. And um, our, our biggest, biggest issue is I feel, I feel like, like he doesn't, doesn't really want to spend time, time with me. And, and our, we, have we have sex, sex way, way less than, than we did before we were, were in the same city. city. And, and I have, I have a, very a very high, high sex, sex drive, so... so that, that just doesn't, doesn't really, really work, work well, well with me. I brought, brought it up to him, and every, every time I brought, brought it up to him, him he kind of just says I'm being dramatic or extra, and kind of just, just dismisses it. it. And I want to bring it up again, but I don't really know how to bring it up in a way that will get the point across that I'm somewhat unhappy with the lack of time we're spending together and definitely the lack of sex we are having. So, if you could just give me some advice on that, that'd be great. Thanks. Bye. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Spaghetti-o. ay ay It doesn't sound great. No, it doesn't. Um, He's gaslighting you, which, like, I, I am, like, hesitant to say that in people who are, like, are in relationships because it usually, like, the, you usually hear the term gaslighting in the sense of, like, break up with him be fucking done like this guy's scum good people can gaslight you it's not an intentional uh if you like look at the definition of of gaslighting it's so much of like redirecting and all of that it's not necessarily always intentional when people are doing it it can just be like a defense mechanism and it also just happens a lot like it just men happen to do it like quite a lot to women it just has just been like a systematic thing um so that in itself I think you need to address with him, like calling you being extra or dramatic. Like that doesn't solve how you feel. It's just pushing off having that conversation. Yeah. And it's not that doesn't if you tell me like I'm being like extra or dramatic or crazy. okay, that doesn't change. What's not what we're talking about? (laughs) That doesn't change what I feel like. That's not like a bandaid or a solution of like, oh, no, you're just being like that's his unwillingness to actually like communicate about this situation. And it's. It's so like this to me sounds like so textbook like I've never been in a long distance relationship but like this is exactly what I would assume is like the second that you actually move in together you're not gonna have sex nearly as much because like you're probably were only spending like you had like those small periods of time so you had to get the most out of it because you had an end date of like okay well this until then right and it felt like vacation too every time you Mm -hmm. get together because one of you was going one of you is technically yeah. going on vacation. Exactly. And then the same thing with hanging out. It's like you would be spending this time together because you only have X amount of time. And so it would be super filled up that way. 
And because of that, I think he's probably gotten really used to his like, I don't want to say single guy lifestyle, but like not having you or like dating you, but also not having you around all the time. So he has this routine and these like this friends all seven, even when Mots and I started dating, like this was a thing that like we had to establish because I was like, all of your friends are single. And I get that. But like you like if you if you want to have a girlfriend, you want to date like we actually have to hang, like go out and dates and like hang out in that way. But like for him, it's like, oh, well, all, none of his friends are missing anything because they were all still single and they were all friends and like all right, of that kind of stuff. It's right. like, well, there are certain things that like, I don't want to say dating is like a trade off, but like there are certain things that like it is though in yeah, a way. It's time that you're spending with somebody that you have to be comfortable like dealing with the FOMO of your friends to then make time for this other person in your life. And if he's not willing, it makes sense to me though, but how that's not what he's doing now because he hasn't had to do this for four years yeah so i there's still a chance that like this can work they just like really need to communicate the sex thing's hard because i feel like if you have that conversation guys get like super defensive Mm -hmm. about it like no i'm i've got so much sex drive like my sex drive is like way bigger than your sex drive yeah like i want to like and then and then it gets in your head yeah and then it becomes like the cycle Mm -hmm. so that's a little tricky i I would start with just communicating about spending more time together yeah and I feel like that sex thing will just kind of mm-hmm. come with it. Yeah. And I think if you're comfortable, like tr- if if you're used to him coming on to you more and like because you again, it was like vacations when you would see each other. Maybe if you, if you haven't been like coming on to him, maybe you try coming. May- maybe it's just the aspect of like he's his sex drive is lower than yours and he's not necessarily like thinking like oh I'm in the mood to instigate it but like maybe if you like make a move and he's like oh I could be yeah I could be down like I'm down and try and do it that way that's also like hard uh if like you're not feeling desired by your partner because you don't want to then feel like rejected and shut down um but I think like the issue is in the first issue I would address with him is like the gaslighting I (laughs) sounds bad to say I wouldn't actually even recommend using the term gaslighting no because I think that's it become it's like a trigger word. Uh-huh. It's like a not all men, not that I'm saying your like boyfriend is like a not all men kind of guy, but like it is just a it's like liberal Twitter speaking, and like yeah. even if you're like it feels like an attack, um, and it again it feels like an end stopping point when it doesn't have to be. And I think just saying like, hey, I would really have love to have a conversation with you about the spending time together, and it's been really frustrating because I've tried to bring this up every time. It feels like I'm getting dismissed by being called extra and uh, dramatic and this is how I feel. And I really need to, we really need to, if you really care about me and you want to work on it, like, and you want this to succeed, we really need to work on this. And when you call me crazy and dramatic, I feel like silenced in my feelings and emotions. And like, I don't feel supported and I need to feel supported in order to like move like with this relationship. And then I think like, you just have to get super, super honest about what you want out of a relationship. And if and then it, I mean it sucks to say that like it might get to a point with him where he's like I'm really happy with how we are now and if you're not that's also very okay to walk away because the fact that you've done this for four years the reason why your relationship was like this for four years is because you were long distance yeah mm-hmm. like if that's the kind of style of relationship that he likes and he's fine with like living with you and being in person but that's like the time that he likes spending with you you didn't like lead him on or mislead him. Like there's no way you could have thought this is, this is how exactly I was going to be when we move in together. Yeah. But I think he needs to like want you to be happy and not just be like, well deal. This is like 
Yeah, and maybe giving him almost, not like an out, but like being like, this is what I want. Just like yeah. you were saying, presented very not accusatory, mm-hmm. just like very like diplomatic. It's a business. Don't you feel like a relationship's well, like a... it's like a business partnership so Mm -hmm. you really do need to like take your ego out of it for a second and be like this is what I want just want to check in now that we've moved in we've made this decision if you're not feeling that just be up front with me now Mm -hmm. knowing that he might say yeah this is not what I want but it's better to do it now and find out than to just keep trying to make it work without Mm -hmm. really giving him a chance to say what he really actually wants and th- I like have no people who've been in very like these situations where they've done long distance, then moved to where Me their too. partner is and then been like, oh, this doesn't work this way. Me and too. then broken up. And sometimes they've stayed in that city. Sometimes they've moved like it's been bit. And we've I've said this before on other podcasts. There's no amount of time you invest in a relationship or anything like time, energy, uh, finances, like money, like time you've spent moving, money you've spent moving and all that stuff. None of it is ever so much that like you just have to deal and sit with this. Like yeah. at any point, you don't have like, kids, you're still young. Yeah, like you just like, you, if this isn't working, it's you didn't waste these four years. It's not like, Oh, well you're put, put this work in like better keep doing it. Like mm-hmm. if it doesn't work, it's, it doesn't work. And like, it'll be totally fine. And, uh, sometimes like that sucks, but also at the same time, like you don't want a long distance relationship forever. So, um, if this doesn't work for you and this is what he wants and you guys just aren't like each other's person. Um, but if he really does want to work at it, uh, and he can get better from this. I also think like, I'm always a big proponent of couples therapy. I think it's fantastic, but I think he he does kind of sound like a tougher case to get to, to do that. But I think if he does have a really hard time, like communicating this with you and like it, you just realize you're not even on different wavelengths. Like you're just like, have you ever had like when you're talking to someone and you're like, we're not hearing each other. Like yeah. we're just not on, like not that we're not on the same page. Speaking it's like, in a different language. Yeah. It's like everything we're saying, like we're just going, it's going right through each other. And that's like a thing. If he's, if you guys are at that point and you're kind of at a standstill, but you both really want to work on the relationship, I would, I would suggest going to therapy because it does take, like you said, it, it like in the same way of like a business transaction, it takes your egos out of it. And there's like an unbiased person there who's kind of able to like interpret what each of you are saying in a way, which can uh, make it a little less like hostile if he's like, yeah, you know, I think it's just seeing if he's like interested and in really like diving in and yeah. figuring this out. And but, if he wants to work on it, then, yeah, then he's into you. But if someone doesn't want to work on your relationship and it's like, then at that point, it's like, oh, fucking shit. Yeah, you sound cool. I, yeah. I'm not worried about you. No, I'm not worried at all. But uh, wow, congrats on you. And also masturbate more too. It's always the always the big <laughs> advice. Always. Make plans with your friends. Yeah, too. use like a really loud vibrator next to him while he sleeps. You're like, could have been you. Yeah. <laughs> could have been you. This could have been your dick. But it's not now. Okay, guys, it's time for a quick break and we'll be right back. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah. Yeah. 
That plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Today's episode is brought to you by a sponsor we love, 310 Nutrition. 310 Nutrition is helping us, you, our listeners, in the new year with protein and superfood-rich products with so many options and flavors for your personal preferences. They're adding new products all of the time, and I just got my... I mean, I didn't just get my package. I just got a, a, a secondary of my package, and I, as someone who needs electrolytes to function, there it's like elixir from the gods i cannot sing their praises enough specifically the cucumber flavor of this electrolyte mix is delicious like it's it's so good i've even like had it on like ice and been like i'm drinking like a drink drink like you can throw a little straw in there and it's it's delicious it's so good and i just i love they're filled with so many great ingredients that really help if you're like me and you like, you know, medically need some electrolytes, but also if you're working out, if you're sweating, hot summer day, you're going to an amusement park, you're on your feet for a long period of time, all of that. Um, most of us are not getting the electrolytes we need. Yeah, I drink mine specifically when I am working out. It's my beverage while I'm working out. I just take one stick of the hydrate, mix it in with my bottle of water. 16 ounces of water can provide the same amount of hydration equal to drinking two to three bottles of water if you got that hydrate in there. They also have the all-in-one shakes, which I absolutely love. I'm running low, so I got to get some more. But um, I love the chocolate bliss the vanilla cream the caramel sundae i have all three of those flavors sometimes i mix and match them sometimes i'll use it when i'm baking or i'll just drink it straight and it is they're so good they have a triplex protein blend plant-based proteins that include pea brown rice and pumpkin that makes it so delicious you can get fiber and superfood blends with more than 25 organic fibers and superfoods blended into one easy, delicious shake. And they also have 310's four shake flavor starter kit, which lets you sample all the flavors for only $9. 
Right now, 310 is celebrating a new year of goals with Don't Blame Me and giving our listeners 50% off up to $100 for your first order. With so many sample packs, new products, it's really fun and super easy to put together an order, or you can start a subscription on products you know you'll use. Go to 310nutrition.com and use the code BLAMEME right now for 50% off up to $100 for your first order. That's 310nutrition.com and use code BLAMEME. In our live stream, our listeners are always recommending and talking about books. So we're so excited about Book of the Month because this is something that our listeners are going to love. This is a brand that I've been familiar with for a a long time. I like love watching people talk about it. I love seeing what books people are reading and like what books they have available. And I, I, I love I love everything about it. So I'm so excited for someone who like... You know, the ease of getting into a book, a lot of it can feel like really daunting. So to have like a service where it's like you're going to get like high quality hardcover books, which that's my preferred way to read at incredible prices, but also curated. So it's like amazing, cool, wonderful, great. This is it's kind of like a, a straight shot into that and something that book of the month you can do over and over and over again. And one of the great things about it is the longer you are part of the program, the cheaper the books get. Book of the Month's mission is to help readers discover new books they love and promote the work of emerging authors. One of the amazing things about Book of the Month is that every aspect of Book of the Month experience is designed to be fun and special for readers. First of all, the books come in a bright blue box, which is very pretty. Me and Megan were just talking about them. There's also a fun app to pick your books and track reading progress and as well there are reading challenges and rewards and book of the month makes it really easy to decide what book to read next which for me is like the biggest hurdle i love when other people make choices for me especially when they're good choices and i'm like cool i can trust you so each month the editorial team reads through hundreds of new titles and they pick some of the best new books for you to choose from all of the books are so good you can't go wrong and i mean that wholeheartedly when we were picking like our selects for this i was like this I like all of them this is hard and I literally coordinated with Melissa and I was like okay so these are like my top ones I'm assuming they will be yours so don't pick the same one as me so then we can swap afterwards and that's what we did so we got the ministry of time by Killian Bradley and we also received the return of Ellie Black by Emiko Jean the ministry of time is like people are calling it like if you're a fan of Outlander and like spy novels or time traveling books it's quoted from town and country saying it's really innovative fun storytelling the ministry of time is definitely for you and listed as 45 of the must read books for spring 2024 and then harper's bazaar also said part time travel romance part spy thriller and 100 percent multifaceted joyride <gasps> when i tell you that i was like sold we're also excited about the return of ellie black and this one is about a missing girl who returns but that isn't the end of the story it's only the beginning. We both like a, a, a detective book. This one is uh, 20 years since detective Chelsea Calhoun's sister vanishes. Ever since Chelsea has been searching for signs for closure for other missing girls. But happy endings are rare in Chelsea's line of work, which that sounds so intriguing. And I'm looking forward to reading this novel so much. Can't wait. And we're so excited to usher in this new sponsor. And we know y'all are already going to love this. Plus, we've been recommended this so many times. Mm-hmm. So I, I we, we've already got fans in you. Try the service yourself at bookofthemonth.com. And you can get your first book for $5 with code PEDALS. That is 
your first book, $5 at bookofthemonth.com using code PEDALS. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact... You can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. So, me and my current boyfriend have been dating a little over four and a half years. Um, we both still live at home with our parents for financial reasons. Um, in the last little while, one of his ex-girlfriends, who he dated around eight years ago, has started to visit and hang out and hook up with his brother. Um, I'm wondering if I'm being overdramatic about this situation. I get extremely pissed about it, but I try to remain classy. 
Otherwise, I feel like she's just going to be spiteful towards us. He understands why I'm pissed, but also feels like she's not there to see him, so it shouldn't matter. He assured me that he doesn't want anything to do with her, but I personally, I feel disrespected that him and his family enables her to come there. Um, he does have a past dating several girls and obviously having sex with them. Um, and I lost my virginity to him, so it just makes me uncomfortable. Just wanting to know what your thoughts and opinions are. Thanks. Your accent. I know. I love it. I was really afraid. I was going to be like, well, here's what I think. Yeah. Oh, you're so sweet. I'll be in a classy girl. How long have they been together? Four and a half years. He dated her, the other girl, eight, eight years, years ago. ago. So how old are you guys, or were they like 12? But I think she said that yeah. he's had a past sleeping with other girls, so mm-hmm. I'm assuming this is a girl that he slept with. Um, I mean, I think like I... I think that we all are allowed, um, you know, like sans like racist, misogyny, homophobia. I think we're allowed to feel whatever we feel. Um, And there doesn't always have to be like, it doesn't have to be like, quote unquote, right. And like justified again, like, quote unquote. But like, you're like, there are certain times where like, you can get pissed about shit or you're like, I don't like that. But you're like, I mean, I like have no leg to stand on, but like, whatever, I still don't like it. And like, you can feel that and just kind of be like, like, well, there's not really much to do about it. And it's just not necessarily squashing those feelings, but like talking to like that negative part of your brain of being like, okay, for sure. I have, I don't like her because of this and this and this, but Okay, I don't like her because she's slept with my boyfriend before and I don't like this. But, okay, here's the evidence that I have that she's not sleeping with him now. A, she's sleeping with his brother. And if she's sleeping with his brother, he's probably also not that cool with it. And, like, that feels probably a little bit worse and gross to him. And so I think That's a he good point. thinks probably less of her than you do. And uh, then on top of that, like, okay, and she's sleeping with his brother and he says that he just doesn't have feelings for anymore and we've been together for four years and like, okay, cool. This makes sense why she's not my favorite person and I feel like weird around her, but I have all of this evidence and proof that like that reason why I don't like her, which I don't want, like, it's like that insecure part of you that that's, that it's okay. Like you have all this other proof around you to be like, okay, well that voice needs to silence for now because like that's wrong. Like it's not, she's not coming for him or anything like that, but you're still allowed to like, you don't have to like be friends with her. No, but it also sounds like she's not going to be around for long. No. This is just like, yeah, I think you're right to try to just stay classy and just trust that like, Mm-hmm. That girl's kind of sad, really. And also, can you imagine, like, that sweet Southern family? Do you think that mom likes the fact that this girl has hooked up with her no. both of her sons? I promise they're talking shit about her. Yeah, she's going to be out soon. She yeah. sounds like a mess. Just, like, be the the bigger mm-hmm. lady. And-, and you have, like, seniority here. Like, you have the power and control in the sense that, like, you are the long-term girlfriend just because she was first doesn't mean anything like you it you still have like you have that power in his family's eyes you have that power like in the relationship like she's the new girl coming around like you don't have to feel threatened by her um if anything she should probably feel more threatened by you and i'm sure she feels probably like fucking weird and uncomfortable that like or she just doesn't feel it sounds like maybe <laughs> I mean, it's she true if you're, if you're fucking both the brothers yeah she's she there's something going on <laughs> yeah there. it it's yeah i mean it has to be a small town sort of thing um but yeah i think like i think like i would trust your boyfriend on that but i at the same time um i think like 
just taking a step out from like if he hadn't had slept with her like would is she doing anything that makes you feel uncomfortable or is it just like the fact that they had a past yeah that's a good point like and if she's not doing anything then and he's not doing anything either to make like yeah it's uncomfortable but like yeah just try not to be around yeah there which i'm sure he will be like for sure i'm totally down to like not hang around them all the time yeah and it's i mean i i understand it's hard having like being with someone who has i mean you he is the only person you've slept with but him having like a past and things like that but it he's with you for a reason and i don't think and we've said before with like virginity especially like it's it's not the first person you sleep with it's the last person and for you he might be both of those things but like the most important thing is going to be the fact that like he's the last person that you sleep with not that he was the first guy you ever slept with like that doesn't that doesn't hold that same amount of weight. And so I think like it can be hard to like compare, but he's all, he's with you for a reason. Like he really likes you and he really cares about you. So whoever he slept with before, like it's just, eh. like yeah. who gives a shit? It just happens to be like around, which is weird. It's him. I wouldn't be cool. I mean, I know yeah. I would be like, I'd feel weird, but I would also, yeah. You just, when you enter in a relationship, you're trusting your partner yeah. and like things come up and you just have to like, breathe and trust and you've committed to doing that so mm-hmm. it'll get easier too and she'll yeah. bet she won't be there for that long either she's gonna be off to yeah. the next soon unless they're deeply in love and then she's gonna be your sister-in-law yeah which is weird <laughs> super fucking weird and but better can, that than just like a flame in a uh, way yeah, i guess you could you would you would come to terms with it more yeah and also you could get really drunk at their wedding like make a speech Oh, please no, send us please. the video. Wait, but also, like, at that point, like, how weird would it be for your boyfriend to then be like, oh, here's my sister-in-law. Oh, yeah, we fucked once. Like, yeah, this is a rom-com. Was so, so long ago. Yeah, that's so true. That's, yeah, I get. I don't know. They were probably, like, teenagers and they're adults now. I'm just thinking about it in terms with Mats's brother. And I'm like, oh, that's weird. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, but it like would if have I had to be slept like with his brother and then left, like that'd be so There's like weird. so many people in this world. Like, do you have to double dip in the same family? Like you're not in high school anymore. That's the thing. I'm like, they I might have be in a small town. It's true. Even so though, double dipping in the same fam. That's just a confidence move on her part. Like I would not feel I think confident. It's a psychotic but, move. Like, but I wouldn't feel confident enough to like, oh yeah, I like used to sleep with the bro. I'm gonna like I'm gonna go do this. Should we go on to the next call? <laughs> I have a relationship issue. So my boyfriend and I are living together. Uh, We've been dating for about two and a half years now. And our sex life is good, but I kind of want to bring it to great. Um, So here's the thing. Both my boyfriend and I don't really like to take control in the bedroom. Um, we both kind of like when the other one makes the first move and we both like it when the other one is more of the dominant, uh, person in, in sex. And this has definitely led to problems in the past. I, um, we both kind of felt like we're not wanted by the other one or, you know, we'll go for a little bit without having sex because neither of us will initiate it. Um, but then, you know, when we actually do start having sex, it's, you know, mostly, like, pretty great. Um, I just wanted to get your take on how we can kind of handle this in a fair way. And understandably, I'm kind of coming from it 
the point of view that, you know, he's the guy and he should be the one initiating. And so, you know, if you don't like that, then that's kind of like your problem. And I know that that's not a fair way to look at it. But um, I've had other people suggest to me that we should kind of like take turns initiating it and like, you know, have like a schedule. But that just seems super unsexy to me and like not very spontaneous at all, which is another thing that I value when it comes to sex. So, um, yeah, I think that's, that's everything and hope to hear what you guys have to say. Thanks. Bye. Well, bring in a third. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. Good. You just need a coach. You just yeah. need someone to like give you guys encouragement and go play by play. Someone um, just to smack you both. Yeah on the ass yeah, <laughs> together mm-hmm. um i understand uh like i understand your i understand both of your mindsets like i get like i personally i'm i'm into someone who's like more aggressive and more of like the initiator kind of thing like that's what i'm attracted to um but and my instinct is also like i've predominantly like been with people who like that's like they're they're like they like to be the person who initiates all of the time but like when you get to be in a long-term relationship it's so different it, it changes so fucking different yes. because you're spending so much more time together and it's something that like you're so much more comfortable around each other it's not that you're just like going out on dates and being like oh it's a friday night we're gonna have a sleepover and like we're definitely gonna hook up it's like oh no we live together like did you just eat a big meal? Like, are you like, it becomes a little bit more about logistics. And I think like, I don't think there's anything not sexy about scheduling, but I think there's a way, um, if there's a way for you to find a, like figure out what it is that you find, um, like the most like sexy and a turn on and not what you think is a guy's job. Because I think like if you're attracted to the fact that you're like, oh, no, I like it when you like toss me around. Like I really like like that's sexy to me versus like, well, I'm not going to make the first move because I think that that's your job as a guy. That's not necessarily something that is like a turn on for you. It's just kind of like a like a like a society habit sort of a thing. And then at the same time for him, what is a turn on? And there I think between if you can ha- if you can break down that conversation like maybe he's super into like dirty talk where you're kind of like taking control more that way and maybe for you you're like okay yeah I can do that I'd prefer if like physically you were taking a little bit more control here in that way so fi- so you're not saying like it's not really about like who actually initiates it it's about like fulfilling what that yeah. person like really wants because I think like that's really it's about what turns you on I think like if if the reason why you don't want to initiate it is because you just think that he should that's not a turn on for you and if he's really turned on by you initiating it I think like then try initiating a couple times and I think like when you see his response and you guys get that feedback, you're going to be more into things. It's like, I didn't come out of the womb being like, I love giving blowjobs, but I'm great at them. And I love giving them most of the time. Mats doesn't listen to this because he'd be like, hey, uh, you listen to the podcast. Can I have one right now? (laughs) And suck my dick. Um, But like, it's because of like the response and the feedback that you get from the other person. And so I think like you guys need to break it down to what you're super attracted to and what is those turn-ons. And then... 
even if there are certain things that like, okay, if you're both turned on by the same thing and like you kind of want the other person to do it, I think you're going to find that if you do kind of switch off taking turns, you're also going to be turned on by their response to doing that. And I think that's going to be like stimulating in itself. Um, But I mean, you, someone's got to start initiating it. Otherwise, like all of that's null because you're not going to have sex. Yeah. And I do think it's important to note, like you're saying, like it does, it is difficult, generally speaking, when you're in a long um, term relationship. So you're not alone there. Mm -hmm. I think it's like very easy to be like, oh, something's wrong with us. But if you speak to any of your friends that are in these relationships, for the most part, it's, you know, it's definitely becomes less active than it was at the beginning. Oh my God. My friends, when they just start dating people, I get so self-conscious about our sex life because I'm like, oh my God, you guys are fucking like six times a day. And I'm like, babe, we have to fuck more. And I he know. Was like, no. Oh, you seem so much faster. <laughs> Mom, thanks for telling me. He's a good friend. I didn't want to fuck you up. Thank you. Um, But yeah, and in, in, in it, it does, it just changes. And I think like, especially if like the beginning of your relationship, it wasn't like that. It... It doesn't mean that something's broken or something's wrong. No, that's just life. But maybe your friends are right that like if it really comes down to who initiates, like that's the thing, then you do just have to switch off. You just have to do it. And you do it because you love your partner, like you were saying. And like if they like that, Mm -hmm. that's why you give those blowjobs. Exactly. And otherwise, like if you like die on that, like whatever that, what is it called? You die on I'm grave, podium, whatever, something. What the fuck are you talking about? But like when you're like going to battle for something and you're like, I am not, I am oh. like, will not move. Like on it's this like, hill. Uh, yeah. If you die on this hill, then you're not having sex. Like, yeah, if it, that, that's like, like you're a, both crossing your arms and like you do yeah, it. No, then it's like, then fine. It. We're never going to have sex. Yeah. But I do actually think scheduling, like sometimes like, especially if you're part, you and your partner like work a lot or like, yeah, you kind of like. You got a schedule, man. <laughs> no, there are certain times where like Mots will be so tired. And I'm like, can we have sex? He's like, can we have sex tomorrow? And I was like, pinky yeah. promise. He's like, for sure. And like, it'll be something like that. And I think also like if you can have it, like even if it, it could be like scheduling in a sexy way, like send him a sex while he's at work yeah, and be yeah. like, I want you so bad. Like, I can't wait to like fuck you tonight or something like that. Then that's exciting. It already it isn't like a going from watching a movie to but you're be like, initiating that way. Yeah. yeah. Oh my god. I think that's a good call because yes. And then by the time that he gets home or you get home or whatever, you're already in that mindset. You're thinking about it, and it's not like, oh, how do I change this like conversation of climate change and us watching the news to like getting down and dirty? Yeah. Like it's already on the forefront. Yeah. And you know what, guys? Like do guys do initiate a lot. But they also want to know that, especially yeah. when they're in a long dis- or not long distance, a long term relationship, they want a reminder that they're mm-hmm. sexy too. So like you do gotta like yeah, you do have to initiate. And I under I fully I would rather not initiate. But there Same. are certain times where I will subtly initiate with mods. He was like, no, no, I'm gonna need you to like fully come on here. And I was like, God damn it! <laughs> and like because it's like he's like, no, it's like this is this is something that I also want you to do. Like, yeah. and it, it it's something where it's like, okay, fuck, fine, I'll do it. It's. And it, it might not necessarily be like your mo- the most comfortable state for you, but it's again, I don't think it needs to be like each and every time you switch off. But I think also once you get into the habit of having sex more, it's going to be a lot easier to yeah. just like because now you're it. overthinking it, yeah. and now it's like becoming a chore, and then it becomes like, yeah, you're both in your fucking heads, and it's just yeah. yeah. Yeah, or maybe even like like you wear something like sexy under your clothes and like 
like having it be without being like just like sticking your hand down his pants like having like these implicate like these things that kind of lead that build up to natural like quote unquote naturally happen which it's still kind of scheduling like you're like yeah. planting the seed of being like oh no I'm scheduling that we're gonna have sex I'm just letting you know into the plans look what I'm wearing yeah. blah 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 totally like, it kind of makes it a little Look more. Look at me. Yeah. I'm super sexy. Do you want to bond? Uh, and you can also make a fun, like a funny joke out of it too. You yeah. Just be like, hey, you want to like text him while you're sitting next to him? Like, would you like to have sex right now? Like, yeah, that's initiate. Yeah. I am initiating. Yeah. I think that'll be a good call. But uh, you guys, you'll be fine. It'll be, it'll be great. It's just going to be a learning curve. And it's a fun learning curve. Like you just get to fuck and be like, let's figure this out. That's a good one. <laughs> it's a good time. Or bring in that third. <laughs> yeah. If mm-hmm. all else fails put me in coach <laughs> uh, okay but who's gonna initiate that the coach <laughs> no oh, like bringing the third. Third. yeah oh my You're god right. that's true yeah fucking shit Ooh. yeah that's 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 a struggle uh okay guys now it's time for don't blame them and this is where you guys listeners call in with your own advice from previous episodes this is actually from the last episode with <gasps> Lisa was on. Oh my god! Oh. And you talked about it earlier in the episode from the. It's uh, advice about someone that was being harassed at work. Right? Oh, okay. Yeah. Hi, Megan. I was listening to episode seventy-four of your podcast and the one before the commercial about the girl who was getting harassed at work by an older coworker, and she was underage. I had the same thing happen to me when I was sixteen, seventeen. It happened for about a year and a half. And at first, I kept quiet about it, and I kept telling myself it would just go away if I told them to stop, and it didn't. And I didn't know what to do, so eventually I confided into in my um, one of my supervisors that I was really good friends with. She was way older than me, but she cared about me, and I knew that she'd be the right person to tell. So I told her when we both had a day off and she said let's do something about it so we first went to the assistant manager and the same kind of deal with the girl the my boss my assistant manager didn't really care she said she would do something about it and she just kind of talked about it but nothing really happened and i knew in that moment that i needed to go farther and so because the person I confided in was my supervisor. She had contacts with the owner. And so I told her I felt like my assistant manager didn't take me seriously. And so I decided to go to the owner and we had a conversation with the owner. And she, my supervisor, sat with me through the whole conversation as well because I didn't want to do it alone. But it's the kind of thing you don't want to do with your parents because it's, I mean, it's awkward. And so I decided to do it with an adult I trusted who also knew the situation firsthand. And it was easier that way. And so I sat down with my owner and we, he made me go into very big detail about what happened. But I knew he was taking me seriously and I knew that he wasn't just going to brush it off the way my assistant manager would because when it's an owner situation, they know that they can get in huge trouble. Assistant managers like, and bosses, I mean, they can act and do whatever they think is right, but an owner will really take action. So I went to the owner, and it, it worked at first, and then it kind of, the managers kept just kind of letting it slide and letting us work together and whatever. And so I would just keep going to the owner and 
the owner finally said this is enough we can't let this happen and yeah so i hope that might help her a little bit because i know how incredibly hard it is to talk about and how difficult it is to be in that situation especially when it's your job because you most people need jobs and but i mean if it never gets dealt with properly i would quit and get a new job because it's not something that you should have to go through every day thank you very much bye hell um, yeah you did it yeah and you did that so well like yeah and i, I like I think in theory, we always like, don't feel uncomfortable telling people, but like, it totally makes sense to feel uncomfortable with like your parents and the fact that you have like another adult that you trusted to do that with you. Yeah. And you persisted. Like, yeah. you just kept going. You had and good instincts about like what the person listening, if they were taking you seriously or not. And mm-hmm. like, I'm so sorry that you had to go through that, but like, you sound pretty badass and proud of you. Hell yeah. There are some, there is like a incredibly amazing thing to be like a young person who can like register that their superior is not doing something else and then being like, I'm going to go above you. Mm -hmm. And it's like, that's like, that's an amazing power move that like everyone should do. But like having that confidence to do that. And uh, especially when it comes to something that like feels really gross and terrible, like they think that's like amazing. And uh, kudos to your, the owner of where you work for being like great about that. But I mean, this also just makes me be like, I need to like own all of the businesses. If someone came to me because someone's actually harassing me and she's like, yeah, he made me go into detail. I was like, I don't even know. I think I would get in trouble legally for not like hearing the other side. Mm-hmm. I would just right. be like, if someone's like, oh, the, yeah, this person was kind of like, they You're were like, mean to you. Get them out. out. And they're like, I'm like, well, the, let me say what I said. I'm like, no, no, no. I heard you were mean. You fucking out. Yeah. <laughs> like I would get in trouble on the opposite end. Yeah. I wonder if the guy got fired. We didn't really like hear that, but I'm assuming so. I'm, yeah. I'm, yeah. Ray doesn't even matter. The fact that she like stood up for herself. Yeah. Took control and found like mm-hmm. a partner in crime here to help her out. Yeah. And also it's like I am so also impressed that like I think there's something so fucking dangerous about um women who I mean I say it's like I think there's something really dangerous about like uh like misogynistic women like it's a that is the scariest yeah, breed of human to me I agree like women who are literally anti-rights for women mm-hmm. it's crazy and the fact that you you went to your uh assistant manager who was a woman who was that then at that point like I usually find confidence in other where it's like oh, let me find a, like when I get shut down by a girl if I'm like oh I have to like like I want to ask a girl to do something it hurts so much more than a guy because I'm like fuck we're on the same team yeah totally. and so then your ability to then move on above her I think is like also fantastic and great because it's so scary when like other women just like don't take those claims she seriously. probably so afraid of like losing her job yeah. or something which doesn't make it right yeah and also some people just have no personal like experience with it and they need that to believe something's true it's That's the same true. thing with like woody like woody allen shit the amount of actors who come forward is like well i've never had personal experience i'm like what or I've i'll never still had... work with her him but, yeah but it's the same thing of being like well i've never had personal experience with racism but i still know that th- is a thing and it's not good like right. the idea that you're gonna be or like prostate cancer i don't have a prostate but like i'm sure that cancer sucks like i have do like it's just such an odd thing that like you need to have you heard it here megan doesn't thing. have a prostate i don't have a prostate but like you know <laughs> breaking news <laughs> i know you're all floored you are so <laughs> surprised i'm gonna like show up on like two filter <gasps> yeah shocking no but you're right uh but yeah so kudos great on you and yeah fantastic
I'm really, really happy for you and standing up for yourself. And now nothing else is probably ever going to happen at that job too, because like your owner has now been informed and is able to be, yeah, shorter leash, which is good. Yeah. Okay. Well, guys, that's it. Lisa, thank you for being oh, on again. Oh my, Look, what an honor. I like, feel like this was therapeutic through and through. Truly how I feel all the time. Yeah. We have to have, we, I mean, I keep saying like, we'll just have you back. I'm like, well, we just do keep having you back. So like, like it's comment. not goodbye. We'll see you again soon. But um, please promo your shit and tell people where they can get your book. I'm assuming Amazon too. <laughs> yeah. Amazon, Barnes & Noble, anywhere books are sold. Hell yeah. And where can people follow you on the internet? Oh, Lisa Schwartz on Instagram. That'll do. That'll do. Um, if you guys want to be on an upcoming episode, you can leave us a voicemail at 310-694-0976. And uh, international listeners, you can send us an audio file at meganpodcast at gmail.com. Follow our us on Instagram. We're linked. We're in the show notes or wherever you're. If you just like go to the down part, wherever yeah. place you're listening. There's a thing. Go to the down just part. Just go to the down part. People ask like where are the show notes that we always talk about? And it's like, it's just down. Yeah, it's just down. <laughs> down. Everything's down. Yeah. Look down. Look down. Uh, and then Dump on Meme Pod is us, uh, our Instagram. And um, oh, I love your Instagram account, by the way. Thank you so much. Yeah. We're doing it. I mean, I'm doing the less cute stuff. I really like it. Good job. You should follow them. Look down. Yeah. Look down. Look down. <laughs> Look down. Look down. Uh, cool. And we'll see you guys next time. Goodbye. Bye. Don't Blame Me is a production by me. Executive produced by Melissa DeMonts. Camera operator Amanda Lechner. And music by Ryan Hunter and Giacomo Picasso. Part of the HerPod Network.